Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We are in Merrill March, baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, Just so you know, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like this is going to be a good month and we're out of... Well, we're not... Well, yeah, we're not out um, of love because, yeah. like, that's consistent in, like, musicals. And yeah. that's something we just have to, like, deal with or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. now that's not the focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm focusing on Meryl. <laughs> As we have said, this month is all about Meryl Streep, so we will be covering Meryl Streep musicals. Um, Which I also noticed yeah. that Christine Bransky's in the two that we... Oh, <laughs> fact, I was like, oh, we could have been Christine one too. To start off, we start with Mamma Mia. Yeah. So, uh, this movie came out in 2008. It's based on the musical Mamma Mia, which is a jukebox musical of Abba Socks. Yeah. So, if you've never heard of it, now you know. I mean, I, I really don't know how you wouldn't have. But also, like, whatever. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, you have probably heard of Mom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your history with it? Um, I don't really have much of a history with Mamma Mia, apart from I saw the film when it was on television okay. before. Um, I have a history with ABBA songs. Okay. Um, in that I think dancing queen was one of my favorite songs for like two years when i was a child oh and my mother would often say chiquitita tell me what's wrong when she (laughs) when she'd like come into my room sometimes and i'd be like i don't understand (laughs) but yeah no that's i don't really have much of a deep deep history with mama mia the musical what about you i actually have a history with this (laughs) and that um in uh, i was 10 so 2000 and something um (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember but like um they were performing in south africa uh and i don't know how i heard about it Mm -hmm. but i know i insisted to my mom like you need to buy me tickets (laughs) i need to go see this thing I don't know who ABBA is. (laughs) I don't know any of this information that's being given to me, but it says musical, and that sounds interesting to me. (laughs) And so it was, like, the second ever musical, like, stage musical I'd, like, ever seen in my whole life. And um, it was cool. I mean, like, I didn't, again, know ABBA was 10. Um, And I was like, oh, this is cool. And it sort of stayed with me, but, like, not in, like, a intensely significant way you know what i mean yeah. it's just like one of those things where like it's it's mama mia you know <laughs> and then the movie came out and i'm like oh this is cute i watched this when i was 10 why is it <laughs> why is it being made now but i mean that's how things work and i didn't know that's how things work <laughs> so yeah that's my history with it and then i watched uh, mama mia here we go again yesterday before i watched mama mia I still haven't watched Here We Go Again. Um, I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the thing. I sort of watched it once when I was um, when I was doing the 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 short film, mm-hmm. uh, when we were in the movie theater, they blurred it so we couldn't actually see the movie, right. but we just had to act like we were watching it and laugh. At the, but the thing is, it was blurred, 
and we could sort of see there was something happening with the chicken, but not really. So I was like, so we were laughing at that. Right. And I was like, I, uh, well, we have to fake laugh anyway. So <laughs> what the heck? So like we said, it's Meryl Streep, um, Amanda C. Wow, how come I can't say her last name? <laughs> so, yeah, that one um, is Sophie. We have Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, and Stellan Skarsgård. And what was Christine it? Bransky. Thank you. Names. I don't know. But to open, we begin. It's, it's funny we begin and end in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that was intentional because we're not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But we open with Sophie on a boat in the nighttime. Sophie is uh, one of the main characters in this movie. Um, But she is going to a post box and she delivers letters, which we immediately then cut to three men rushing to travel to somewhere. It will be the place that everything happens in yeah but uh these men are sam harry and bill and we'll get into who they are later so sophie is getting married and when her friends arrive she tells them that she did something a little crazy and she i love that they have like the best friend chant <laughs> They're like i'm whoever i'm whoever this is a trait that i have and we're awesome best friends <laughs> It's very cute. I never learned their names. Same. <laughs> like, I will not lie. I, I, I looked on the wiki afterwards and they have names, mm-hmm. but I just don't remember them ever saying them in the movie. Um, but yes, so she found her mother's diary and she's never known who her father was because her mother's always told her that it's been a short, it was a short summer fling and never heard from them again. Mm. But she found in the, oh, I forgot to mention in the beginning when she's on that boat, she sort of sings, I have a dream. I have a dream. Yeah. She has a very sweet voice. Yeah. Now she has, through reading her mother's diary, potentially learned the name of her father and her friends are so excited. So she starts listing off things and we get tune honey honey mm-hmm. and she's like oh we spent a day da, 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 and dot 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 and then the friends are like what and she's like that's how people spoke in the olden days you know in the inside <laughs> and they're like oh my god <laughs> it's very wild they're like 20 but mm-hmm. they're acting as if sex is you know mentioned in like their grade 8 class I mean, they have that same reaction. We know 20 year olds, though. I mean, and dot, dot, dot. And dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, she gets some scenes. Honey, honey, how he thrills me. Aha, uh-huh, honey, honey. <laughs> yeah. So, this entire musical is based on the island of Kalokairi. It's a Greek. It's the the way this is shot. It looks like the sun is eternally shining, and everything is just vibrant and beautiful mm-hmm. and a little surreal, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is also intentional. Mm-hmm. But there's like not a cloud in the sky, 
uh, so after they have their little prance through the forest on their way up to the villa uh, that her mother owns, Donna, her mother Donna, uh, appears. And she seems really like laid back and kind. She greets the girls and saying, oh, stop growing. You're growing so fast. Oh, my God. And mom <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, general mom stuff. And then we cut to seeing Harry and Sam. Harry is Colin Firth and Sam is Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Um, missing the boat to Calipari. But Bill, who is a sailor, uh, offers them a ride on his boat. And Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> passport picture. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Model shots. <laughs> Everyone else looks fucking normal. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm hot. So, no, I don't, I don't have a bad picture. Yeah. You have to understand. Like, bad size? <laughs> Who are those? Uh, but, yes. We briefly meet Skye, who is um, Sophie's fiancé. Soon-to-be husband. Very briefly, he just comes in and kind of peeks in on them getting um, their dresses in ship shape and once he leaves Sophie is talking with her friends again and is like well she's not her friends aren't sure about her not telling anyone else except for them about this situation it's mm-hmm. just like oh, which is why <laughs> you should tell your betrothed or your mother because you don't know what are you doing because she's invited all of these guys to come to her wedding yeah. <laughs> and it's like island man like mm-hmm. an island that has like a ferry that goes by i guess once a day yeah like they're gonna be there for at least a few hours <laughs> so uh she's convinced that she's gonna know her dad on site which is ridiculous but i don't know maybe she thinks she'll see some like a nose that's similar or something i don't know sure. but i think it was more way more airy fairy yeah and that like is just like a vibe he'll <laughs> vibe and we'll be like <laughs> yeah I, I think she literally says i'll be she'll feel complete yeah or something and it's like girl <laughs> so, so Too much pressure <laughs> a lot so donna goes to pick up tanya and rosie who actually made the first boat and they were her best friends, I think it's meant to show like a juxtaposition between Sophie and her best friends and Donna and her old best friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have the same hair colors as well. Oh, I maybe. I think they do. Probably. Wow. Okay. I didn't notice that. <laughs> that's in my head. Um, but yeah, they also have a best friend chant where they're like, I'm blah and blah and we're blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's so cute. They were... The Dynamos. Yeah, Donna and the Dynamos. They were an old band. Yeah. And so, like I mentioned before, Donna owns and runs Villa Donna. Skye is actually working at the villa. He's trying to improve the marketability of the villa by putting it on on the internet. Yeah. What's she say? He's going to get me on the line. I'm just like... Is this setting, but I guess if you live on an island, that, which is but also I think it's set in 2000, yeah, and I'll get into why later. But like, yeah, I think it's set in 2000. 
because I'm I'm fairly certain I'm from the Caribbean and I lived on an island <laughs> and we had the internet. Like I don't, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why is that confusing for you, but it's fine. I guess she's just old. Um, right. The hotel itself. Donna is showing her friends around the hotel. It's not great. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, but, but like it's only because the view is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like everything she touches is like falling apart. Yeah, in literally. Her head. <laughs> um, and she talks about all oh, how she wishes she could do this and do that and we get the song money 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 must be funny in a rich man's world (laughs) (laughs) so sidebar but like i think in the very first year that i met you we did abacapella didn't we yeah so this i i Abba Capel was the, it, my introduction to some Abba songs that I hadn't heard before. Mm. So it's a pain because now when I hear the original songs, I think about Abba Capella. Same. <laughs> all the time. I, d- I don't think about any of the other songs that we did in choral, yep. but Abba Capella. <laughs> Same. Oh, God. Like, literally throughout this, I was like, <laughs> every song I'd be like, Ooh, I know my part, <laughs> my vocal part, and I'd start singing that. And I'm uh, like, no, focus on the movie, Leah. Oh no, oh no, this is gonna be a time. <laughs> but also, this is one of my favorite. I mean, to be fair, I'm a basic bitch, so, <laughs> so like all my favorite ABBA songs are basically in this. So. Oh boy. But this is basically Donna having a fantasy about some rich man just coming and supplying her the money so that she can do all of these little repairs and make the villa beautiful and all this stuff. I love that for most of it, it's like we're just still on the island. Yeah. Except for to Las Vegas or Monaco. (laughs) And then we're in a fantasy sequence. And I was like, And then they're on a boat. Yeah. (laughs) So I walk. Oh, okay. Like her dress when she's on the boat and it mm-hmm. has the things behind mm-hmm. her. And it's just like flowy. <laughs> like, how much did it cost y'all to just have this shot, this scene? Yeah, I mean, but again, they had Meryl, so I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fair. Yeah. So, after this dream sequence, the men arrive on the island. We literally just get a shot of them arriving on the island for a second. Mm. But. I'll skip through some of the stuff because it's not important. Sophie spots them first. And luckily. <laughs> like, it could have been at anyone. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they got directions, but no one is going to know who they are. Right. So, once they're at the villa, she hears their names and is like, oh, it's them. And then it, they're about to go in to find their rooms. And she's sure. like, no come this way and she needs an underground (laughs) through through like the basement out to the goat house yep and up the stairs and they're like this was nice showing us around where's my room and they're like this is the room Uh, you're like oh (laughs) 
didn't plan for this somehow. She reveals that she's the one who sent the invites, not necessarily Donna, but not because they're potentially her father's, but because Donna is quote unquote always talking about them in the good old days. And I'm just like, no, she's not. <laughs> you lie. How can you lie with such a straight face? <laughs> like, and also, like, how big of an impression do they have to think they made on her? Yeah. Because it's one summer. 20 years ago <laughs> yeah i mean i under i would understand her talking about maybe sam yeah but yeah, yeah. but like the other two is like why are you telling your child you just fucked a guy like oh jesus uh, yes so sam and harry are reluctant to stay for very logical reasons mm-hmm. but bill just decides that it's an adventure and he's not because his boat is the way they got there. Mm. He's not going to take them anywhere. It's like, well, we're staying here. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's great. True. So, at the same time, Donna is, Donna has come to the goat house to, I think she was just getting some tools or something. So, yeah, to fix the crack in the courtyard. Oh, yes, the courtyard crack. That was a thing. <laughs> I, at the, it was at the end of Money Money, I think it was. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention, because this is going to pop up at the end, but when Sophie meets uh, Tanya and Rosie, <clears throat> again, she tells them about, oh, how this island was, uh, it was built around um, Aphrodite's fountain of love and what have you not? And I no. only bring this up because it comes back at the end. Sure. <laughs> um, but yes, so Donna is underneath them in the goat house. And Sophie makes the men promise that they won't tell anyone that it was her inviting them. And she asks them to stay. And then she sneaks out the window. <laughs> and I was like, that's the le- like. Here's the thing. Yep. If she had just gone down the trap door, her mother would have been like, oh, what are you doing up there? And never would have seen them. Yeah. But because she goes out, out the, the window, window. Makes a noise. Yeah. Then the mom's like, what? This is suspicious. Yeah. And then, a noise. <laughs> and then she, Donna goes up to check because she's like, no one's supposed to be up there. And it's like, this could have been so easily avoided by a different path. Uh, but she was panicking. She couldn't think about it. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't seem to think through a lot of things. Oh, yeah. But for sure. <laughs> anyway, so Donna, hearing the noise of Sophie's escape, climbs up the ladder and peeks through, like, the attic door. And she sees she sees them and immediately has, like, visual flashbacks to yeah. how they used to look. Which you've watched here we go again. No, no, no. Like that. <laughs> At all. When I saw, because I watched Here We Go Again and then Mamma Mia, and I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not how they look. I, I have, like, I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen, like, the ads for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't remember if that's what they look like. Yeah, no. I think it was just because I read when I was reading an article on inconsistencies because there were so many that I had to, like, actually look up someone else's list that mm-hmm. made it. 
Um, but like, yeah, they were like, you know, the people who made Mamma Mia did not know that 10 years later, someone would make a movie about the before. <laughs> so it, this was just a throwaway gag. It wasn't yeah. really meant to be anything because mm-hmm. there's nothing like <laughs> like nothing at this point we get the title song mama mia mama mia here i go again my my how can i resist you mama mia does it show again my wow just too much i missed you I was going to go into more about this. <laughs> it's fine. We can jam later. <laughs> so Donna is basically trying to confirm what she saw through the trap door. Yes. Um, she goes peeking through the windows. Also, there's the chorus that appears, but she they're not there. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. Like, I was trying to cast my mind back to the stage show, and I think it's in that too, okay. where they're like, Yes, they're part of it, but when she looks, they're just ordinary people doing ordinary things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, because, like, it happens in Money, Money, Money as well, yeah. where they're, like, commenting in and being backup singers, but then, like, when you're looking at them, they're just, like, doing regular shit. They're like, no, we're just living our lives. Yeah. Haha, just kidding. We're commenting. <laughs> but um, eventually, through the help of fate, she falls through the ceiling. Well, not through the ceiling, but like a door on the ceiling opens. Also, Sophie and her two friends saw her up on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused as to whether or not that was canon because there were also all those people around her and she didn't see them. Mm-hmm. But no, Sophie saw her up on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sophie... No, not Sophie. Donna. <laughs> got confused. Donna has crashed into the ceiling and is now on the bed and the man uh pierce i pretty frozen sam says you always knew how to make an entrance yeah. while her legs are like in the air yeah and she's looking at them like jesus yeah and, like you couldn't be any more on the nose with that she's looking at them through her legs yeah yeah <sighs> anyway mm. filmmaking <laughs> So she asks what they're doing there, and the men individually come up with stories, as per Sophie's wishes, to not reveal that she's the catalyst for why they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill just calls it serendipity that they're all here through coincidence. Yeah. So Donna is like, well, you know, that's great, but you can't stay here in my goat house. So <clears throat> they... We're not sure what their decision is because she just leaves Mm -hmm. and she goes running off looking for Sophie. She finds Tanya and Rosie and Donna just bursts into tears and runs away. Yeah. And they're like, it's Martini o'clock. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they go and try to figure out what's wrong with the song Chiquitita. Yeah, Chiquitita, tell me what's wrong. I, like, my mind just casts back to um, TikToks, because, like, some TikToks have been using, just, like, just reenacting that part. Oh, is it? And so, like, and just, like, thinking about, like, people pretending to be Donna and also <laughs> the other two. Anyway. 
My brain. <laughs> so, throughout the song, Donna becomes a convinced and tells them that the, despite her t- telling them before that uh, Sophie's father had been Sam, she actually doesn't know and now all three men have arrived and they're in the goat house. So they go to the goat house, but the men aren't there anymore. Yep. Um, Donna just this is this is the part of the movie where it's just song after song after song after song almost yeah. in succession yeah. like there was space before but now there's not yeah now it's like one line of of a dialogue never mind we're singing <laughs> so donna doesn't want sophie to know that they're on the island and she feels guilty because she has guilt from her mother she has guilt from not knowing herself who the father is and yep. Tanya and Rosie just aren't having it right now. Yeah. So they're just like, listen, enough with your guilt. You are a great person. You have done the most raising your daughter on your own and they end up singing Dancing Queen. Yeah. That's a fun it's a fun little scene. Yeah. You can dance. You can try having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl, watch that scene, digging the dancing queen. Ah, ah, ah. You are the best! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But also, women everywhere just join in, like they leave the villa. Mm-hmm. And go, and then women just join in from everywhere. I, I think that was the moment in the movie where I just smiled, like just to myself, just like this is this is ridiculous. This is so much fun. It is so much fun, like ridiculously fun. Ah, oh, what a fun movie! But uh, realizing that the men aren't there anymore, Sophie and her friends went to look for them. They find them. On, on Bill's boat and Sophie's just like wait no don't leave and she takes off her dress and she's had a bathing suit on all the time apparently <laughs> when in Greece? question I, mark I guess so <laughs> I guess you just I guess it's just one of the things you put on to start with like you take a shower you put on your swimsuit and then the rest of your clothes yeah and you're like maybe today I will go to the beach well, she lives on an island, so a very small island. So, like, she's like, my gosh, maybe any moment <laughs> it will be plot relevant for me to jump into the ocean. And it is, because that's what she does. So, when she gets to the boat, the guys, Bill is just like, well, we're going to take a sailor on the island. You want to come? <laughs> um, and Sophie's like, you promised to come to my wedding. It's like, your mother doesn't want us to come. To your wedding, like, what is that about? And it's like, well, she just stressed. She's not thinking clearly. She's gonna be so happy to see you. And it's like, girl, how you lie with such a straight face? <laughs> like, you're just, you're just making this up as you go along. And these men are not cottoning on to you, right? And she looks so fucking shifty and flighty <laughs> as she's as she's saying the stuff. She looks like she's lying. Yeah, and they're like. Yeah, true. Okay, <laughs> and going with that, and I'm like, sir, it's your fault now. 
So, realizing that Harry has borrowed her mother's guitar, which actually kind of was both of them, he bought it for her, and she kept it, they all begin to reminisce about their pasts with Donna, the men, Mm -hmm. and we get the song Our Last Summer. Our last summer. It's not really particularly one of my favorites. Yeah. But, you know, it had to happen, I suppose. Well, it's context right here. Yeah. So, at the end of the song, Sophie, I guess, has convinced them to go to the wedding. And because she hears Sky calling for her in the distance, she jumps off and goes to meet him. Mm-hmm. So, when she goes to meet him, he's like, where are you? We're getting married tomorrow. We've been looking for you for hours. <laughs> um, she's like, no, I was around the island. I got, I lost track of time. Also, um, you know this thing about my dad's? And he's like, you were the thing with your dad's. Dad. Because yeah. he doesn't know about dad's. dad's. <laughs> yeah. But I guess Sophie's been telling him about how she feels incomplete without knowing who the father is. And Sky's been trying to tell her, you have family. Like, you need to be content. Like, this is not going to let you find out who you are. Yeah. And also, I love you very much. So (laughs) we go into lay all your love on me. Yeah. Don't go wasting your devotion. Save all your love on your love <laughs> on me. It's also one of the ones of the ones that I like. <laughs> I like the little um flipper dance. Oh, when when he gets abducted for his yeah. <laughs> and also like because I've seen some video somewhere on the internet of like people doing that scene i think oh, at a okay. perfor- like a school performance or something oh and nice. it's just like the bloopers and it's just <laughs> funny to me for some reason so immediately following on from sky and the flipper dance we get sophie at her hen party or her bachelorette party whichever you prefer mm. and they're just jamming a little bit and then we get the announcement that for one night only, because that's all they have breath for. Uh, <laughs> it will be Donna and the Dynamos, and they perform Super Trooper. I don't know why the song is incredibly white to me. Like, for some reason, somewhere in my brain, like, not the rest of ABBA for some reason, but that specific song just rings, like, white South African to me. I must have heard some form of rendition by an Afrikaans woman, and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. Because, like, for some reason, that's just, I, I hear it, and I'm like, wow. Some Afrikaans woman is singing. It's very cute. Um, I'm always gonna think of our friends doing it. But yeah. the men, I just I just called the the group of three of them the men. That's fair. <laughs> it's like the men. 
um, they come to the party and Donna sees them. And she doesn't show it because she's a performer. <laughs> a professional. <laughs> she, I thought, for some reason, I've seen this movie, I've seen the show, for some reason, I thought she would, like, fumble. Yeah. I thought she would be, like, distracted. No. <laughs> Mama is ready to perform. <laughs> it's wild. But she's good enough to indicate them to her friend to prove look i'm not crazy they are here yeah <laughs> after the performance uh they get off stage Ro- rosie kind of shoes them away it's like no this is this is a this is for women only go away women allowed goodbye um and donna is upset that they're here she's upset that they just come back into her life without announcing and like they're going to try and muscle in on Sophie when they never cared about her. And Tanya's like, they didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> she insisted. And it's like, well, they don't need to know. I'm like, Yeah, Ooh. she's like, they tell me something about ejaculate. And I was like, wow. <laughs> A feminist. <sighs> Meanwhile, at the bachelorette party, the guys, the men are just getting attacked. Yeah, but <laughs> No other men exist. For some reason, these women are ravenous. They're like, ooh, man. <laughs> They're singing, um, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. Yeah. Um, during this time, Sophie takes a moment to talk to each man in turn. Um, As each of them have their, like, epiphanies. Or yeah. Like, Oh, I get it. I'm your dad. I'm going to walk you down the aisle. She's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And no, first she's like, could you walk me down the aisle? She says it to two of them. And then a third says, I'll walk you down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And then later she's like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I may have overcommitted. So during this time, um, the bachelor party comes and crashes the bachelor party. Mm. And it just turns into voulez-vous. So that's all happening in the background yeah. as well. And then once Sophie realizes that her actions have consequences. <laughs> yeah. the background is... <laughs> and she's like, wait. <laughs> like she just passes out. Yep. It's like, oh no, this is too stressful. I have to disappoint people. My greatest fear. Yep. I'm just gonna nope out of life for a second. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> so, Sophie realizes, um, and the next day, Tanya and Rosie, as well as Sophie's friends, so they end up not doing much, um, but Tanya and Rosie plan to take control of the situation. They're going to basically hijack the men and keep them occupied. Mm-hmm. Rosie goes to the boat where Bill and Harry are sort of having a conversation, but just, like, not really. Yeah. Um, well, it's when he's, like, Harry's like, I used to read Jeff, but I have, like, a boring businessman life. Yeah. Is it that part? Where he's like, I pretend I'm on the adventures that you're on when I'm on business trips, because I read your books. And he's like, yeah, adventures are cool, man. And then Rosie comes and she's like, hi. It's also the conversation where they're kind of like, look, about last night. um, 
Oh, they're both like, oh, yeah. so I know that I'm Sophie's dad. Don't know why you're here, but I'm Sophie's dad. But yeah. they don't really have that yeah. conversation. Uh, Harry, not Harry, Bill thinks Harry is about to tell him that he's gay. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is that for a laugh? It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry thinks Bill is about to tell him that he is into Rosie. Um, right, because they had like a moment yeah, or whatever they, they last dan- night. They danced together, I think it was, yeah, or something. Maybe. I don't know. So Rosie comes and is going to take Bill fishing? I don't know. Uh, meanwhile... Donna and Sophie end up getting into a misunderstanding because mm-hmm. Sophie's like, I don't know what to do. And Donna's like, oh, don't worry, you can cancel the wedding. And she's like, cancel? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cancel my wedding. You want me to cancel my wedding? And she's like, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to follow your lead, baby girl. I don't know what you want. <laughs> But I think they've probably had conversations before with her mother being like, you're a little young to get married, and she's 20. So, I don't know. She's 20 in 2000, so like, (laughs) yeah. That's pretty young, girl. But they basically end the argument with Sophie saying um, something along the lines of, I don't want my daughter end up not knowing who her father is because that's crap. Yeah. And I'm like, woo, attack, attack, attack. Your mother that way. Yeah. So Sam appears because he has great timing. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's just constantly just trying to say something yeah. to Donna and ends up not doing it. Yeah. But they end up talking about something else. Yeah. So during this conversation i don't even remember what it's about mainly mm. but the song sos happened oh yeah um you Meanwhile, Tanya and Harry are boating. They're driving a paddle boat. And Harry clearly has his mind on something else, which is Donna mm-hmm. and whatever is happening. So in the middle of a conversation, he just kind of like, I actually can't be here anymore, and jumps off the boat mm-hmm. <laughs> and starts to like weakly swim <laughs> to the shore. Yep. And the bartender, which remember when I said it was Martini o'clock? So Tanya had been kind of flirting with the bartender mm-hmm. and he just appears out of the water like a spirit. Yeah. And it's like, so we need to continue our conversation from last night. And I was like, did I miss? <laughs> I miss that? And Tanya's basically like, look, you're fun, but you're really young. And yeah. I'm not. You're a child. <laughs> and we get the song, Does Your Mother Know? It's a fun little choreo piece. Harry, still in his 
uh, wetsuit, uh, makes it up the up to the villa and sees Donna, who's setting up plates for the reception. She, he gives her a check, mm-hmm. and she's like, she she initially doesn't want to accept it, but he's like, nope, you're accepting it, and now I'm running away. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I don't want your fucking handouts, and he's like, well. He's like, I'm rich, and also I support myself and two dogs. I have money. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just, I appreciate that because you know he's not doing it out of any intent to, like, get with her because mm-hmm. he's not interested in women. Yeah. He's he's literally just doing it because exactly. back child support. Yeah. <laughs> back child yeah. support is all I can think of. Yeah. Um, but yes, so now Sophie has decided that hours before the wedding is the time to tell Skye what she has done. Yep. And Skye is understandably upset because yeah. she's done all of this without telling him, without even, without considering the fact that she knew what his feelings were going to be on it and just did it anyway yeah. and didn't tell him yeah. and I feel that <laughs> I do feel that yeah um Sam just is everywhere today mm. he just appears at the moments when he thinks he needs to be but he finds them and sh- he's like look if you're not going to be happy with him, and Sophie's like, you don't know anything about me and about my fiancé, so just like, don't try to come at me with this right now and tell me I'm not going to be happy with him. Yeah. And he's like, but I did the married thing. And she says, she loves Sky more than anything else. Did you feel like that when you got married? And he says, no. And she just walks away like, well then, yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just another... Uh, conversation with her where it's just sort of misunderstood where her feelings are yeah um because she's not communicating them very clearly yeah she walks back to her mother and kind of just almost tearily asks her to help prepare for the wedding Mm -hmm. and donna begins to reminisce a little bit about the time that they spent together with the song slipping through my fingers and it's very sweet yeah like it's real cute yeah i can't help it <laughs> i don't know the words to this song but uh, during the song sophie reveals that she's worried about letting donna down because Donna has done so much in her life. Like, she's had a band. She's running a hotel on her own. She's successful. And Donna, Donna's like, I had no choice yeah. to do that. And reveals that her mother basically abandoned, like, disowned her mm-hmm. when she got pregnant and told her not to come back home. And I guess that reaches the point in Sophie when she realizes how close her mother has been in her life yeah like through everything and so she asks her to give her away at her wedding and i'm just like this is what you should have done in the beginning (laughs) like 
the beginning be- anyway <laughs> there's no plot without conflict we begin the wedding procession now they're heading up this really tall mountain My <laughs> mountain, right? Like I think about that all the time. Like just how much of a trek it is. Mm. I was like, was it necessary to build something there <laughs> and then make a staircase of no less than a thousand stairs? Like, what the fuck? It's such a trek. Wow. But... I'm thinking of the person who put the fairy lights on there. Well, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it was. I don't. I you think they've just been there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I th- they probably like replace them every ten years or something. Sure. <laughs> it's just like, oh, the lights are out. Okay, I need five people. We're gonna do this in a day. <laughs> um, but yes. So while the procession is going, Sam appears and he's trying to talk to Donna about who's going to be giving Sophie away today. Donna says that would be me, and she's like, Sam's like, did not. I had a conversation with her about, you know, her being given away by her father, which is me. <laughs> I'm just like, you don't know that, sir. <laughs> but um, Donna is like, I don't want to have this conversation with you right now, Sam. This is not the time or the place. Yep. And we go into the winner takes it all. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. This is one of those songs where I feel like, because there are certain words where it's like, does she kiss you like I used to? Right. And stuff, I'm like, Sam could have told her at this moment that he's divorced. Yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't kiss him at all because he's divorced. Mm-hmm. But no, this is a passion song and we cannot interrupt. <laughs> yeah, we can't just have like, does she kiss you like I used to? No, I'm actually divorced. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That would be very weird. But now that I've said it, I want to do a song (laughs) in a musical where that happens. Just gearing up for like the it's it's the moment where you know like the big expressive ballet, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a fake out ballet. And then the real ballad happens, like, maybe 10 minutes it, It's sort of what they did in Bring It On when Bridget starts to sing. I yes. try to find the strength inside of me. I'm just like, not right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not your moment. Thank you so much. I just, uh, I wrote down. Because at the, once she's finished singing, she runs up, up. the mountain. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm like, she outpaces him. Because she gets to the top and he's like down on a rock and the wave crashes and he's like, Donna! (laughs) (laughs) Like, how fast did she run? How fast did she run that you can't catch up with her? Did he like wait a while, start thinking about it, and go up like two stairs and then think about it some more, and then go up two stairs and then go, ooh, wait a minute. (laughs) And then look up and she's at the top. Oh boy. Anyway, the wedding is happening now. Yeah. So Donna walks her daughter down the aisle and we try to start the wedding many times, Mm -hmm. but many things happen. I have a checklist. (laughs) So 
as soon as he says we're gathered here today, it's like, well, the people that are gathered here who represent the family are also these guys. And they stand up. Who may be Sophie's dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, she says Sophie's father is here. And the three of them stand up. And she's like, well, they may be. <laughs> and Sophie's like, no, I know they're here. I invited them. And she's like, how? I don't know which one of them it is. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so we get that. Oh, and yeah. With the priest, like, just, like, in <laughs> confusion. Yes. Just like, okay, a oh, no, lot is happening right it's now. It's constant confusion. And then Sophie's asking her mom to forgive her. And then her mom is asking her to forgive her because she doesn't know and then Sophie's like I don't care if you slept with a thousand guys and I was like it was not a thousand guys <laughs> and Sam's like so you don't know which one of us is Sophie's dad but you know I don't care because she's lovely and I'd be happy with a third of her and then Harry is like I agree I never thought I would have a child because I slept with Donna and she was the only woman I ever slept with <laughs> I was like oh, okay Harry and yep. then Bill is like me too I'm happy to have a third of a child. <laughs> and Rosie's like, well, you know, you never have a father and then three appear. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is the entirety of this plot. Thank you, Rosie. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. And then Sophie decides not to get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, let's not get married. Let's like travel and stuff. And then they're like, yes, let's travel. And then like, Everyone's like, okay, let's leave then, I guess. And the priest is like, so no wedding. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, actually. And this part, I was like, okay, it's a musical girl, let go of the logic. Because like, he's just like, hey, why not we get married? Us two, who've done nothing but fight since I've been here. Uh, we've had many a conversation, none of them pleasant. Um, one of them just ended in like crying let's get married <laughs> and she's like okay <laughs> and I'm like oh really no Sorry. well initially she was like I'm not a bigamist and he's like I'm divorced yeah. <laughs> so I've been it's one of the things on my list of things that you. I need to tell <laughs> you <laughs> oh god so they get uh, well first she needs to be convinced with a song which is I do, I do, I do, I do. Oh, yeah. I do, 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 and then they're married. Yay. Everyone hasn't been gathered for no reason. Yeah, those stairs were not insane. Thank God. God, if I were just a person there, I'd have been like, I went up all of these stairs for no wedding. Like, do you know how hard it is to get to this island? <laughs> yeah, like, it's been a time. But it's now the reception, and Sam and a few of the others saying, when all is said and done, which is, it's not really mm. the most memorable thing. It's just like, a closing song that is happening. Yeah. Um, it's nice though. And then we get Bill saying, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's not for me. I'm a lone wolf. 
All right. So, okay. <laughs> Earlier in the movie, Rosie's like, yeah, men, who are they? I'm a lone wolf. And now he says the same thing. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Another lone wolf? Even though that, like, completely removes the lone out of my <laughs> whole identity? I think we're meant to be. But he's also a writer, is the thing. And she's a writer. True, true. So they, they actually have a thing they in ha- common. They, yeah, they do have stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, boy. But, yes. So they kind of sing, take a chance on me. Take a chance, 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 I never knew what she was saying before because they slowed down that part, but it also like slows down her voice, but it chops her voice apart. So it's like, oh, "Oh, it's Aphrodite. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, so the movie's almost over. We are now the end of the day. Sam and Sky, not Sam, not Sam and Sky, Sophie and Sky. Yep, <laughs> that would be a very different pairing. <laughs> Sophie and Sky are on a boat, and they're leaving off to their own adventure to the song "I Have a Dream." The only thing I wrote down that they sing Waterloo in the credits because one, you should watch the credits. Their outfits are amazing and also they're members of ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's, it's in Here We Go Again. Okay. It's a song that I think Harry sings. I think I don't know. This was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. This movie is so fun. And so is Here We Go Again. So, okay. I want to first, like, talk about the inconsistency. Because <laughs> it's just fun to me. Because, okay, the ones that I, like, sort of thought about was, like, okay, this timeline seems weird and insane. Because then, okay. At the beginning of Here We Go Again... It's like a graduation mm-hmm. of some kind, I'm assuming university, I think it's university, and it's 1979, class of 1979, and she's like, I'm going to have an adventure, and so she leaves, and her adventure, I think, happens within that year, which would mean Sophie was born in 1980, mm-hmm. or 81 depending on how much we're willing to stretch the time. Um, and that would make, okay, her 20, 2000. Perfect. Great. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. The movie also takes place five years after okay. the events of this movie. Okay. And so she's 
25. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Honey Honey, when she's explaining who she, who she met and how they met, it's rearranged now. Because um, I think she meets... Wait. It was... She was with Sam, Sam. And then she met Bill. And then she met Harry. And now it's Sam. No. And that, so now it's Harry and then Bill and then Sam and then Bill again. Um, but I, I mean, I know why. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's in this specific article that I pulled up. But like, um, it's the director said he wanted to make her reasons for sleeping with them make sense, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Like, because Sam is meant to be, like, the love, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, Harry is, like, kind of spontaneous in a way. They decide to have a day together. Um, and he's like, and she's like, yeah, I'm only, like, passing by or whatever. And then he convinces her to sleep with him. But then she goes to, she's going to the island, and she misses her, um... She misses the fairy. Bill's like, oh, yeah, sorry, man, get it later or whatever. And she's like, hey, you have a boat. Can you, like, take me? And then blah, 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 they take the boat or whatever to the island. And she doesn't sleep with him then, but, like, she, like, encounters him. And then she gets on the island, and then she meets Sam, like, during, like, a storm. And they have like a whole like actual romance like a whole summer romance thing Mm -hmm. and she finds out that he's engaged by looking at a paper i don't know it's a a picture no it's just a picture of him with his fiance i guess okay and she's like are you engaged to this woman and he's like even though in honey honey in the diary she said he announced that he was engaged doesn't matter it's fine whatever this is when uh Tanya and Rosie come to the island or whatever to like comfort her and stuff because um, she's heartbroken and like they're all like oh yeah we're gonna leave or whatever and then they see Bill and Rosie's like oh my god he's the most beautiful man I have ever seen <laughs> like we could fall in love and um, she like I don't know she's like I'm, I know like when he meets Donna fall in love with her instead something like that i don't know it's a weird like thing they they introduce mm-hmm. in this dynamic where they're like don is the one and but you know they met before so she's like can i go i'm gonna go to the his boat with this guy and she's like oh he has a boat he has a boat <laughs> and then um like it's like a very whole whatever thing and they leave, and then Sam comes to find her, mm-hmm. um, and turns out she's left with Bill. And Tanya sees Sam, and is like, oh my god, starts to talk to him, and he just, like, walks away. <laughs> and so they've met the guys. I don't know why they don't remember Bill, because it's a very important plot point. The guitar... Bill still, ha- no, Harry still has the guitar, apparently. Um, you know, the one that's with Donna. Mm-hmm. He still has it. Donna's mother, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Cher. Uh-huh. Donna's mother is alive. There's a line where she's like, someone up there has it for me. Like, Oh, yeah, has it out for me. Maybe it's my mother. Yes, 
And so we're like, okay, mother dead. She was a bitch and now she's yeah. dead. No, just kidding. It's Cher. And also is here now? Yeah. Even though we got the reveal that she disowned her? Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your rating for this movie? Moving choreography. Oh, yes, look at choreography. The choreography is a fun time. Yeah. Um, there's a few choreographed numbers. I think like five? No, four? I don't know. Four or five. Um, and they're all fun to look at. I have a, a good time watching them. So uh, I would say also the music of ABBA is classic and cannot be <laughs> measured against anything else. Yeah. Like I don't, like they changed some of the lyrics to make it contextually um, relevant, Sounds, right. but you can't like you can't fault an ABBA song. Like there will be ABBA songs that you like and ABBA songs that you don't like, but you really can't fault an ABBA song. Yes. Why are they so brilliant? I don't know. But <laughs> um, I would say it's it's probably going to be one of the better jukebox musicals that you're ever going to see. One thousand percent. Um, I saying that with very little reference, but still, um, this is our podcast. So, um, I would say for music and choreography, I'm going to give it a good solid, like 4.5, like, cause it's a good time. Yeah. So 4.5, what is it? Flippers. Oh my God. Yes so good it is so good like yeah. it's so fun like huh, a peek behind the curtain yesterday i was feeling super shitty i mean i've been feeling super shitty for a very long time but yesterday was like like a really small inconvenience happened and i threw the whole day away <laughs> like i was just like i'm done um but then i was like i have to watch the movie so I don't know. but like I was like, yes. As I was playing, I was like, this is a fun time party. Like, I honestly didn't necessarily pull me out of my funk, but, like, I had a good two hours or whatever, or four hours, really, of escapism, which was really great. Um, the music, so, so good. You can't help but sing. You just <laughs> can't help yourself but sing. If you know these songs, you can't help yourself. They're just that good. Like, oh, God. And the choreo, fun times, the flipper dance, I told you, is, is my jam. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a 4.5. sounds oh very God. adequate. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. High <laughs> ratings. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm usually the one that's like zero. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. You deserve nothing. Okay. So, for story, you know, it's actually, like, there are, there are, like, love triangle stories, there are, like, I, this is, <laughs> there's a line in it where it's like, oh, something about fates, and all of the Grecians laugh, because mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, this is a Greek comedy, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I really feel like like with mythology and everything, this is very like peak like Greek comedy. Just like mm -hmm. oh, you have all of these moving parts going about, but it still ends up in a fairly satisfying way, like con contrived and like sure. convoluted. Yeah. But 
I you don't necessarily feel displeased with how it ends up. Yeah. Um. So I would say for storyline, it's also like I I don't want to say. Well, no, I can't say it's but it's a little original. Yeah. But it's not like it's it's about a love story, but it's. It just, it's so, there's so much happening. Yeah. <laughs> there's I mean, like, so much happening all the time. It's like, I think, like, the love story-ness of it all sort of facilitates. Yeah. Like, all the themes and stuff that we go through. But, yeah. like, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, love's there, I guess. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. I, I really appreciate it. So it gets so good. It gets so good for... Four diaries out of five. Nice. Yeah. Fun time. Great story. Had a fun time. Um, <laughs> don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think four is like out of court. What is happening? Uh, I'm being softened. Oh, God. Okay. And now overall enjoyment. If you have been listening to us for the past five minutes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I I really enjoy like Meryl Streep is a gift. Mm. Everyone's act, everyone's there's a lot of physical comedy that I just chose not to describe because you can't. Mm-hmm. Like there's a moment where Rosie near the end where she gets on the table and it's like I'm gonna make a toast and she goes around clinking her glass and then she just throws it over the thing and I was like Jesus <laughs> there's so much bits in the physical comedy and just it's hilarious yeah I and Meryl Streep is a gift yeah I I just it, everything's bright and cheerful and even when it's sad it's not like you feel it but it's not so so sad that mm-hmm. you're depressed about it like some other things mm-hmm. that we won't talk about <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'll say for overall enjoyment, what was the rhetoric? The boat? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it, um, four sailboats and a dinghy. So, <laughs> 4.25. Nice. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, so fun. Like, like, I can't, like, explain how fun it is. <laughs> Please watch it. Like, actually watch it. It's a good time. Even if you don't like jukebox musicals, this is one, like Odysseus said, like, this is one that's, like, really, really good. Like, I've seen quite a few jukebox musicals, and sometimes it's like, okay, like, I don't know why you tried. (laughs) But, like, this, like, it works so well. And, like, I don't know, man. Go watch it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I think I'll give it four, four sailboats. It's a good time. It's a solid, good time. Mamma Mia, we're obsessed again. My, my, listen what we tell ya. Short and sweet. (laughs) Perfect. point. Yes. Uh, you want to go first? Should I go first? Um, I'll go first because it's it's not really an obsession. Mm-hmm. It, it's more just the quirky fact that I've discovered now. Okay. So, do you remember when we did 
my god, what is it called? Been so long. Yeah. One of the actors, I don't know how to say his name, forgive me. I think it's Arinze or Aranze Keen. Um or Kenne. Uh, God, I, I hate reading things. Mm. Um, there is going to be a Bob Marley biopic musical that's coming to London in 2021. And he's going to be playing Bob Marley. So it was just funny to like have spoken about this person. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, be like, oh, here you are again, yeah. <laughs> just so suddenly. Yeah. And about Bob Marley, which is because I'm, well, not because I'm from the Caribbean. Many people know Bob Marley, but like my, <laughs> no, my dad is um, fairly into Peter Tosh and Bob Marley, more Peter Tosh than Bob Marley, but still the whole reggae scene. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe I'll actually be able to convince him to go to see something and like have him not fall asleep <laughs> one day, um, but yeah, that's my little factoid. What about you? Um, I'm just here to stand Marisha Wallace <laughs> because wow, I love her. Um, if you don't know who Marisha Wallace is, uh, she played Effie and Dream Girls on the West End, and then Becky and waitress on the west end i got to see her in both of those things uh she's fucking amazing (laughs) i met her both times i went to the stage store because i'm a dork and um she's also just a lovely person uh why am i talking about her today uh first (laughs) it's like a weird rabbit hole so i got a sponsored post of her uh, or a promoted post of her single that's coming out in a couple weeks uh which sounds great from the little snippet that i heard so it's called the beginning um and then i just went like onto her instagram and i was just like she's so cool and amazing and then i saw that she um had performed on what's on stage um because she's going to be motor motor mouth mabel in uh hairspray on the west end and um i'm just like yeah if i i want to get to see her in that too like i'm a little stan here (laughs) um and yeah just like her rendition of i know where i've been like she's like such a dynamic singer like it's like super easy to just belt a song you know what i mean but like she gives it like dimension and like uh, she's so good. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I. I just. I'm obsessed with her this week. That is my obsession. But yeah, uh, check her out, Marisha Wallace. But that brings us to the end. I think it does. It does. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> Can you believe I woke up like 15 minutes before we started recording? <laughs> I've just been so energized by this fucking movie. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast episode of Mamma Mia. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TMMTMM Podcast, on Tumblr at Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at Tumblr.com, on 
you can email us or whatever uh on at tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail.com you can become a patron on our patreon with whatever amount of money you're willing to give us they are starting this thing where they like you can choose a currency now you can choose a currency and i don't uh, we don't have tears so it doesn't really matter to us um um, but yeah you can find us there at tmmtmm podcast or type in tell me more tell me more podcast i'm sure you'll find us um where we do bonus episodes if you don't know what that is um like our patreon is about yeah like every month we try to stick on the theme uh and like you know give you an extra episode sometimes they're just like themes where we're like okay no um uh, but most of the time we try to spotify we have playlists on spotify uh if you type in tmm tmm podcast you can find our spotify account thing i guess and we have three playlists one for 2018 one for 2019 and one for 2020 and these are songs that we enjoy from each movie Picking songs for this movie is going to be fucking hard <laughs> because I love most of them. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast and we will catch you in the next one uh, for TM. Nope, that's a lie. <laughs> for tell me more, tell me more, the podcast. I've been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. And uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>